Welcome back, love buddies, to another episode of The Wedded Podcast with Jen and Steve. We're so happy to have you here with us today. Feeling great tonight, Jen. I'm feeling really good, too. I was just in the car for five hours, driving for two in an engagement shoot and back. I didn't talk to a human soul for almost five hours. Now, I, I did call you a couple of times. I am so jealous of you. <laughs> Well, I am ready to go. I'm ready to start chatting away. How Not about you? Me. No, I'm done talking. Okay. Well, I will be leading this yeah. podcast. I spent the whole night with uh, our son who had a million questions because I made the mistake of introducing him to one of my favorite movies, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <gasps> oh my goodness. I didn't know that you exposed him to the wonderful world of The Hitchhiker's Galaxy. Yeah. That and it was, it was way too advanced for him at this age. He had a million questions about every single thing that happened because he couldn't follow the uh, yeah. storyline, but it was all over. He said it was really good and he wanted to watch it again. So. It was a good good book and a good movie. Yes. Very good book. I, on the other hand, was down in Louisville taking photos of this absolutely wonderful couple. And we went to the rooftop of their apartment building and that overlooked the entire downtown of Louisville. It was gorgeous. I was just in photography heaven and which was fitting because it was really rainy, so all the clouds were really low. So it was like I was actual in actual heaven, mm-hmm. but personally in photography heaven. Because you can get to heaven by just going high enough on Earth. Yes. Getting, Everyone knows yeah. that as soon as you get into an airplane, you take off. As soon as you break those clouds, you are in heaven. Now, if it's not a cloudy day, it's completely clear and you can see everything, you are not in heaven. So, Jen, would you be comfortable saying that if you get high, you get to heaven? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I just, just derail you I, with that I don't, comment. Yeah, I don't know what to transition into after that. So speaking of going to heaven, uh, you yeah. wanted to talk about ghosting clients. No, clients um, speaking of heaven, you. no, let's do that again. <laughs> speaking of heaven, we were just in a incredibly magical place. Do you know what that magical place was, Steve? Do you remember? Uh, we were there I for a I was week. watching Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy with my son. It was magical. Yeah. Yeah. We'll think a little farther back. Little. Just a little bit. Maybe like a few days, like almost a week. You were in this place. Come on. Uh, oh, I don't know, Governor. Where were we? <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> um, we decided to take our children to Disney World. And honestly, I think I was more excited than anyone else, uh, mostly because I would get super emotional and think about Disney. <laughs> and maybe, this is maybe, you can, uh, listeners' interpretation, uh, cry a little bit. <laughs> I think that I imagine this being like the perfect vacation ever. Spoiler alert, it wasn't. <laughs> but we still had a great time. Why wasn't it the perfect vacation ever, Jen? I had the most perfect time. Well, it was it was wonderful. We had a lot. We we over I I say we, but I overplanned. If you haven't noticed from our first episode, I am definitely the planner in our mm. relationship. Mm. I absolutely love to plan uh, for myself, not necessarily for other people. And I'm the man of action. I just make things happen. <laughs> he's the he's the guy that shows up, right? 
I'm the guy who makes things happen. I just said that. So we just overplanned everything. And having a two-year-old, that was a huge mistake. <laughs> oh my gosh. Having a daughter, that was a huge mistake. <laughs> no, not having the child itself. Having a two-year-old and overplanning was a huge mistake. Just a, an incredible amount of meltdowns. Were those mostly from the two-year-old? I feel like those were mostly from the seven-year-old. Well, I might be getting from our, both of the kids. Okay, so I just overplanned. I made a huge mistake. Next time it will be fixed. Maybe we'll just do some over planning for just Steve and me. Yeah. Yeah. Except Steve was getting close to a tantrum at several points in time when you were like, I just got us a fast pass in Adventureland. Now I got a fast pass in Tomorrowland. That is not now true. Now I want to get a another good fast pass right. in Adventureland again. All right. Steven, I planned this well. I planned that out very well. I actually laid out a map in Photoshop and I drew where all of our fast passes were and when, what time they were going to be. I am literally a freak when it comes to planning. It was for when stuff you like started that. adding fast passes while we were in the That's park true. that things went off the rails for me. But honestly, that I can't be choosy. You you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. I didn't throw a fit. But you almost did. I'm throwing a fit pretty, now. <laughs> <laughs> you are right now, so it's the same. So let's let's think a bit about this in our past. Um, if we were to go on a vacation like this. As an engaged couple, how we how would we have done it differently? Separate rooms, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course we would have been in separate rooms. What else would what else would have happened? I would have said yes many more times to things that you said. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anything I would have said, like let's do this, would have been like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, please marry me still. <laughs> um, I think we would have spent, even though we spent a huge portion of time in Epcot, I think we would have spent more time there. We probably would have spent more time in parks where we could have drank. I wanted to go back to Epcot after the first day. Mm. I had so much fun there. And the kids did not ever want to go back to Epcot, <laughs> which is the like same it. way. Like, Actually, it's not the same way I felt when I was a kid, because when I was a kid, they had the giant video game thing. Yeah. And it was like an entire room oh, full so of fun. PlayStations and Nintendos and Segas and uh, it was before Xbox came out. But it, it was like all these different PlayStations. How old are you, Steven? Um, old. Very <laughs> old. So it was like all these different gaming consoles that you could play. And my brother and I just wanted to stay there all day. And my parents were constantly like, you are not staying here all day. We are doing other things at Disney. And we're like, no, we want to play video games, mom and dad. Educational things, more than likely. Uh, yeah, yeah, we had to do that thing where you like go into a body or something. I don't think they have that ride anymore at Epcot. You go into a body? Yeah, you go into a human body. I think you're referring to the movie The Cell. No. Yeah. I, th I think you're referring to a Jennifer Lopez movie <laughs> where she goes into the mind of a man on death row. A body. Nope, not a body. He was he had a body. Yeah, he what are you body. talking about? He definitely had a body and he had a mind. Um anyway, let's let's move on from from the cell. If we didn't have kids, how would we have done Disney differently? You keep asking me this question. I have no idea how we would have done it differently. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I think we probably would have gone on more roller coaster rides and we wouldn't have had that sweet, sweet option of the uh, ride swap where Ian gets to ride oh twice. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. 
It's kind of awesome. It worked in our advantage one time because Jen and Ian were going to do a ride swap with me on a ride, and then they got in line, and it was going to be like two hours, so they just jumped out of line. <laughs> and then, then when the Don't ride tell swap, people our secrets. Then when the ride swap came up later, I gave Jen my fast pass so she could yeah. go on it with Ian, and so I never got to ride the ride. But she did get to go on that ride and basically not have to wait when everybody else is waiting yeah. two hours. So, so we kind of cheated a little bit, but it was non-intentional. I'm it was sure, unintentional. I'm sure there is somebody there who looked at that magic pass when it was going through or the fast pass thing. And they're like, Steven Van <laughs> Not Stevie? <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't judge a book by its cover, Steven. Yeah, there's one time I was going into one because we, at another point in time, did a rider swap where you took my wristband and went with Ian, and then I had yours because I went to do some fast pass thing with Nora, and then I went on later, and I was going through, and they're like, Jennifer? And I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. I didn't make that sound. <laughs> I said, exactly yep, and then I kept walking. <laughs> uh, I don't think they really even look at those things. Oh, they call out names, so... They never did with me. I think that was just a uh, white guy profiling for you. Like it happened the whole time. Oh, you want to get into that? You want to, you want to push us into the, the <laughs> racial parts of Disney? <laughs> so when we went into every single park at Disney, I was stopped and sent through a metal detector and then had like one of those metal wands waved over my entire body. Meanwhile, I had never saw a single person of color or a single woman have that done to her. I saw a lot of white men. I yes, there was a lot of that. But L- I think that you are being I think that you are being a little sensitive. I'm sure there were several people, women, men of color and white men who had to go through there. I'm sure there were, but I was just noticing when I was going through every single park, I got pulled aside for a random just spot a random spot check is what they called it every single time every single time steven you just look like the unabomber and you just have to accept it thanks babe thanks <laughs> okay you know i think that one way to approach vacation when you don't have kids because you're not going to be able to take advantage of it is to really enjoy the food because I feel like that's something that we missed out on with ha- with having kids is that we weren't really able to go to one of the nicer restaurants because our kids are incredibly picky. And there was a uh, restaurant that it was a German restaurant we wanted to go to. And I think Stephen and I would have loved it. Um, but we still had to pay $22 per kid. And we knew our kids wouldn't eat anything. So we just ended up skipping on that. Um, So I think that that's one thing you should take advantage of as an engaged couple, as a married couple, just really take advantage of the nice restaurants. Now, one thing that I loved the most about our experience, what I would take over the great food and, and beers and wine at the wine festival is our daughter's reaction when she saw Minnie Mouse. Yeah, I that was honestly the best experience that we had for myself at Disney World at Epcot. Well, it was crazy because she saw Mickey first and she got like a little happy. She was really scared. And then she kind of saw Goofy and she's scared of Goofy. Mm-hmm. And then out of the corner, like three down, the, thir- the third character down was Minnie. And she just kind of like caught a glimpse of Minnie, like the profile and like her whole face lit up and it's like, Oh, this is what she came for. 
And then we ended up doing that first. So she was like, this trip is done. I came to the place where I knew Mickey Mouse would exist and I met him. So now we can go home. So the rest of the trip, she made sure that it was hell on earth. (laughs) Honestly, it was just super hot. We ended up coming on a really weird week in October that it was above 90 degrees. It was super humid and she wanted to be held the entire time. So I was miserable. But because our daughter won't let me hold her. Yeah. She, <laughs> she likes me. You look like the Unabomber. So she doesn't want to go to you. Uh, I'm like, come to daddy Ted Kaczynski. And she's like, no. <laughs> you don't really resemble the Unabomber. Just so you know. Yeah. I'm attracted wearing a to hoodie you. And aviators. So. But I am attracted to you. So I'm, but I'm not attracted to the Unabomber. Good. I'm, I'm glad, Jen. Thanks. Just wanted to let you know I'm not a psychopath. Thanks for clearing that up for everyone. I'm not a psychopath. I'm not a I'm not a psychopath. Not a psychopath. I think there's always going to be um, pros and cons to every different scenario. I don't think that you can miss. You're going to miss out on a ton by having kids. There, it does make the trip a little bit more challenging. But I think that the joy of how, taking the kids on vacation really was far beyond us going on our own. Plus, if you don't have kids, like you don't get to have those joyous moments where you just kind of like blank out and think about like, what if I just left them here? Oh my gosh. And you were talking about <laughs> me being a psychopath. Okay. This is, no. We're, we're, I love you. I love you. I uh, love buddy. So. So Jen, where would you rank our trip to Disney and Harry Potter on like all the vacations we've done since we got married? Oh gosh. Surprisingly. I would say it's in the top three. Mm-hmm. I think my very favorite one was when we went to Orange Beach. It rained every single day. Orange Beach, Alabama. Alabama, yeah. It rained every single day. So we really didn't get to enjoy the beach. But I just remember that trip being so incredibly fun. I loved it. And mm-hmm. I think that was number one. I, we were able to just find things within the the town that I would say probably more locals take advantage of, like a bowling alley and an arcade that was like way out in the boonies. And I'm sure that there's some visitors that stumble into the doors every once in a while. But mm-hmm. I think we were able to see some things that we wouldn't have if we didn't have so many rainy days. But even though we had all those tantrums and moments where I so wait can we just backtrack your favorite vacation since we met each other was Orange Beach Alabama with our son yes when it rained the whole time yes like not I don't know like maybe a super special vacation that like your husband planned entirely and like then you just went on and got to enjoy that one that one tops the uh, New York camping trip Mm -hmm. but (laughs) yeah yeah. Which was an absolute disaster, but so how like honeymoon I was, was great. About the honeymoon, yeah, <laughs> honeymoon was yeah. great. Was I that know even what in you're the talking top about. Three? Was that no, in the top it was three? Not. Wow, I love you, and I think that the plans were great. I think that I was just in a different mindset. I was exhausted from the wedding. So let's go. Let's just touch on that for a second. Honeymoons directly after the wedding, three a.m. flight right after you've spent all day, you're exhausted. Maybe not the best planning on our part. And as soon as I hear couples saying that, oh, they're flying out in the morning, I'm like, oh, 
we're flying Bless out in the morning, you. but we really want you to stay until our send off at midnight. And yes. then we're going to our hotel and then we're leaving at 3 a.m. to get to the airport. And you're just like, oh, you're not even going to make it to the hotel. Like, no, you just might as well know. drive straight, yeah. to the straight to the airport. airport and just fall asleep in a chair waiting for your flight. Yeah. Highly recommend waiting for your honeymoon. That is one thing that if if a couple ever asks, I would say, oh, no, hands down. Wait a day or two or even wait a couple weeks. You just had this really extravagant event for every right reason. But wait a while so you have something else to look forward to. I mean, when we got married, I had the rest of my life with you to look forward to. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that felt like enough for me. Yeah, but... well, it wasn't enough for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, the you have this thing that you've been looking forward to for potentially years it happens in a, a span of a few hours and then you're it's over you have this moment where you're mourning this this it feels almost like a loss i mean it's a bittersweet one cuz you you come home with the the person of your dreams mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. no sell me on this honeymoon idea no this oh my gosh so this is a thing it really exists you can talk to so many brides and grooms mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. will you stop not with the patronizing um mm-hmm. i know that sound i know that sound so the feeling you get after the wedding is excitement because you're married but you also mourn this event that you've been looking forward to for years and so it's over you know you don't get to do it again it's over so what you're talking about isn't so much mourning because you're last name changed no or not at all it's about the the that special event to somebody else for the rest of your life it's that a very special event you're looking forward to happened and now you don't have that to look forward to anymore exactly it's like when it's like christmas day for life. an example like christmas day when you open that last gift it's not that you're not excited about all the new things that you have but you it's like that last gift you know it's over like christmas is over and then you have in the other year oh, to look whoa, forward whoa, to slow down Christmas isn't about the gifts. Christmas oh my is about gosh. family and being with your <laughs> you family. Such, you are such a devil's advocate. I'm not a devil's advocate. I've t- been telling you this ever since I first met you. I know this, but you, for the points. My biggest pet peeve oh about Christmas. Is okay, when, let's use another example. So you refer, are. Well, no, no, stop. My biggest pet peeve about Christmas is when people refer to their Christmas gifts as their Christmas and it's like, no, 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 Christmas isn't about the gifts. Oh it's, it's about being like with your family and your loved ones and being together and celebrating. This is something. what I have to deal with. This is being very, very particular because someone says Christmas and then they're referring to their gifts. It doesn't necessarily mean they believe in their head. Oh, well, my Christmas gifts are are nothing or, or, or everything about Christmas and everything else doesn't matter. I just believe just words point, have power. Okay. Yes, but they don't as well. <laughs> um, so <laughs> like there's just, there's that certain moment and the fact that it only happens once, it's just, there's, you have this period of, of mourning that experience and not have being able to have it again. Not everybody has that, but a lot of people do. And I hear a lot from our couples that that is a a real thing. And I was kind of going through that during our honeymoon. And so it wasn't really anything that between us, it was just like, we just had this extravagant event that or this very special event to celebrate us. And then that's it for the rest of our lives. We never get to experience that again. And it was just a little bit sad to me. 
I, I didn't feel any of those feelings. I know not everybody does, but I do. I'm um, I'm very much a like something happened. Like I don't I don't get depressed after Christmas is over. Christmas Day, like I'm just. So when you open your presents, so when you refer to Christmas, you mean gifts, right? No, I mean Christmas Day. Like after <laughs> after all the family's gone and you're home alone yeah. with a bunch of trash and that you have to pick up and clean <laughs> all the dishes and everything. Like I'm not depressed by that. Like it's like awesome. We had another good one and I'm looking forward to the next good one. Like like for mm. me it's like life just continues. Like I don't I don't feel those those lows from stuff like that. I do feel lows from other things like 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 right after Ian was born or right after Nora was born, it was like this magical moment. That's one of the happiest moments of my life. And then after it was done, it was like, oh, like, are we ever gonna have another kid again? Like I don't I don't know what the future holds for us. I don't know what we want to do. And it's like, I don't know if I'm ever gonna experience this magic again in my yeah. life because it is super magical. So I get what you're saying from that sort okay. of perspective. So you have had that experience before. I just, I don't it's feel just it not about, with like, weddings, Christmas, Christmas and events stuff like and stuff. That. And I think that for at least myself, like I imagined my wedding at some point in time, actually I didn't start thinking about it until college, but I imagined my wedding in, in, in a certain day. And I think that you put a lot of emphasis on the day, which causes you to just, I don't know. See, and probably a big part of that for me to too was to, but I didn't put as much emphasis on the day. Yeah. The way we split up planning for the wedding was Jen planned for the wedding. <laughs> I planned for the honeymoon, yeah. which in retrospect wasn't a good call. I wish I would have been more involved with the wedding planning because I feel like it would have relieved a lot of burden and stress off of her. And I also wish I would have had more input from her on the honeymoon because she's better at that kind of planning than I am. No, so. I thought that honestly, the plan, like I would like to do that over again, not to replace those memories. I think we had wonderful memories there, but I think that now that we know each other a lot more and I feel like we're better we're more in tuned and we just have... When we get together, when we spend time together, I think we just have a really good time. And we were trying to figure that all out then. And I think that I would really like to take a trip and I would be actually more than happy to do that exact same honeymoon. I think that would make me incredibly happy to to live that again. It was just more of a mindset of where we were at. So going back to planning your honeymoon, I would highly recommend either waiting a couple of days or even making it making it an event that's very convenient for you guys. I know you probably have taken off some time for work and make it like a, a, a vacation in uh, December or Jan- January when there's really not much going on. Or maybe you're a teacher and do it during spring break. When it's going to be super hard to book anything. Yeah. Nice <laughs> yes, but I think it's something to look forward to and, and be excited about. It's just another thing. I think it just... Now, after you get back from your honeymoon, if you do it the week of the wedding, you get excited about coming home and opening up all your gifts or your cards. I think the big thing we're trying to get across, though, is that it was a mistake to plan our honeymoon to leave the day after the wedding because we were up super late. We were super tired. And then we just left the next morning at like we had we had to leave our hotel at three in the morning, meet our friends at four in the morning so we could get to the airport by five in the morning. And then we flew to Mexico and then we got there and Jen just fell asleep when we got there. She just couldn't and be they slept up all day. because Jen, Jen doesn't sleep well on planes. Like I, I could sleep well on planes, but it was like the second time in my life I'd ever been in a plane. And I was like, so <laughs> incredibly excited. Wait, wasn't it your first? No. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. You're right. It was my it was, first. It was my first from a time big ever family, in a plane. And so they rarely we traveled very anywhere. far. Yeah. 
traveled we traveled further than you. We just didn't take planes. We always drove. We drove all the way to Yellowstone into the Grand Canyon as kids. Yeah. Into Maine. Those are big trips. I know, but you didn't do that every year. Yeah, no. This is what I'm saying. You didn't do it very often. <laughs> Not trying to put you down. Jen Flying is a miracle that we should not be able to do as human beings. <laughs> so even to this day, yeah, I've I flown on many more planes and I am giddy, just giddy in my heart every time I get onto a plane. I, my heart's beating like a thousand beats per minute because I'm like, so, so I'm going to be in the air. So but mine. yours does that for different <laughs> reasons. Like you're not excited about it. You're dreading it. Yeah. But I think that things have changed. But yeah. So with the honeymoon, it's just... I wouldn't want to go further out than like a day of rest personally, because I feel like part of the honeymoon is you leave from your wedding and you don't want to go to work the next day, like after your wedding. Oh, no, I definitely think you should take some time off, but maybe do like a weekend getaway or even a staycation. Maybe you're getting married in a big city and getting and um you don't have to leave for a big destination take a couple of days off and go to a bed and breakfast in town now i'm not saying there's anything wrong with going back to work after your wedding i'm just saying like it's really nice to have a little time to spend alone with your spouse your new spouse um to kind of cement into like your minds that there's been a change made in our lives and if you just like you get married and you go straight back to work the next day, like it doesn't feel like a change, especially like if you are in a relationship where you're living together before the marriage and then it's like you get married and then you go Nothing right back to changed. the, yeah. yeah. And so it doesn't feel any different. And like, there's so much to be said in this life about doing things to like cement in your feelings and like to bring joy to your life. And like when you get married, like you want to start your marriage out with a feeling of joy and more so than just the wedding day. So like the honeymoon in my mind is like, let's prolong this feeling of massive joy yeah, as long as we can. You know, if you can take a month off for your honeymoon, more power to you. That's awesome. Jen and I only could do a week and we spent a week together in Mexico and it just felt amazing knowing like this, this is my person We'll Which get I to... hate people saying this is my person. <laughs> but like th this is, yeah. this is, but I like, I like people saying this is my person because I kind of like, I understand like the norms of like saying this is my wife or this is my husband and how that can make some people who aren't in like a traditional marriage feel like left out or whatever. So I kind of like, this is my person. I'm like, I'm coming around to it. I just didn't like it at first because it felt like, felt like kind of like bland and I just heard it so much, but I'm, I'm coming around. I think one thing that's exciting about a honeymoon, and at least I hope this is the case for everyone. Is watching your new spouse get tequila drunk. <laughs> Who was that? No, it's not me. <laughs> it was definitely not Steve. It was me. <laughs> it was good. It was a lot of fun. I don't remember much, but it was a lot of fun. Going back to my thought before I was interrupted. Sorry. It's okay. I hope that your honeymoon isn't your best vacation. The reason for this is because you're going to be vacationing with this person for the rest of your life. And I hope that you don't look back and be like, well, you know, this was fun, but it just wasn't as good as our honeymoon. Like, I am very actually thankful that our honeymoon wasn't in our top, or what, at least it wasn't in my top three, because... At least like 
I know I can continue to look forward to these vacations that are always going to be better because our relationship grows. We are, I think the, the more years that we spend with each other, we're more in tune with one another. And honestly, I feel like we enjoy our, each other's presence a little bit more because of that reason. We know each other's hot buttons. We know each other's tipping point And I feel like we just respect each other a little more because we understand what that really is. I think similarly, it's important to like a lot of people say they want their wedding day to be the best day of their life or it's going to be the best day of their life. And it's really important to remember the rest of your life you're spending with this person. And if the wedding day is your best day, like you're not your life isn't getting better then. Yeah. And I, I hope everybody out there getting married is planning for a life that continuously is just getting better and better and better. And I know that's not you know always true. There are things we can't foresee things that uh, derail our lives, depress us, other things like that. But like, I, I like the idea that life keeps getting better. And I, I would say for us, the wedding day is not the best day of my life. Um, no, not for me either. Like if I was going to pick, like if I had to pick what's the best day of my life, um, it doesn't even start until our daughter's born. Um, and before she was born, it didn't start until our son was born because like once our family grew, once we had more people in it, it was like, I, all those days before our son was born, like he wasn't there. And like, I love him so much and yeah. I want him to be a part of my life. And like all those days before our daughter was born, it's like, well, she wasn't there. Our family wasn't complete. Like, yeah. and so it's just one of those things where I feel like life keeps getting better for us and life keeps getting, well, I shouldn't speak for you. Life keeps getting better for me. <laughs> I might um, be ruining I, your let life Let me slowly. think about it for just a second. Yeah, it's definitely, it definitely is getting better. And Honestly, like even for those couples who aren't planning on having children, I don't think that is the end all yeah, goal. No. Um, I think there's always things in life that ends up bringing you joy. For us, it was kids. And mm -hmm. I honestly didn't think I would be a person who would really want kids. I just thought like, I think in my mind it was like, oh, that's the thing you do. Um, but I was never like, hey, I'm gun-ho gun about having children. We need to do it this time. And I think it ended up happening. And I am so thankful for it because it was such a great joy and blessing in our lives. But I just, honestly, I can think of one moment that I feel I felt like incredible joy. And it was just nothing significant at all. We were driving in our car. The sun was shining. The kids were in our back seat. I think we were about to head for a, head off for a wedding, and <laughs> we we're about to drop our kids off as somebody else. Yeah. Now we just I looked back and I just started tearing up, and I just I was like, look at our lives, like look how great our lives are. I just looked at my handsome husband. I looked at my beautiful children, and I just felt blessed. And I felt like at that moment in time, wow, I don't think I've ever been this happy in my life. And then she woke up and she looked at me and she's like, no, <laughs> I had a handsome husband once. Now I have the Unabomber. Yeah. So uh, actionable advice for the people listening what would you say they should keep in mind when planning a vacation? You kind of said, don't try to over plan. Oh, um, gosh, do you think yeah. it's a good idea to leave in some spaces where you don't have something on the schedule on your vacation? Uh, um, absolutely. I, I think part of me has <laughs> the morbid part of me always has in the back of my mind. I don't know how long I will get to live. I only have today. Today, present is a gift, you know, that 
cheesy saying. And so that's always in the back of my mind. Like, oh, I don't know if I'll ever get to do this again. So I want to cram in all of this, all of these events, all of these activities on all I've heard about this food place and that food place. And we have to stop here. And by the end of the night, we are so full when we head to dinner because we've tried all these little snacks and, and desserts that we can't even eat our, our dinner that um, might have been a really good meal because we just overindulged because I just think that, oh, we, will, we might only get to do this once. But I think that can also be a curse because I don't think I could fully enjoy the vacation because I did not have a time where it was just like, let's just soak in the moment. I was always looking forward to like, okay, what's, what's next on the itinerary? What's next? And the, what fast passes open next? Even when I'm in the line for another ride, we just swiped a fast pass for. So if you are like me taking some time off to, to do something or to just really soak up the moment and enjoy the day and just see your smiling family, highly recommend doing that because that was one thing I definitely regretted. Um, if you're not like me and you would just rather lay by the pool all day long, I think oh, that's yeah. Now we're talking. That's, that's you. That's me. But I think that's that's great. But I think for and, and forgive me if I'm wrong. For those type of people, they might look back on their vacation and not really remember what they did. And maybe you just want to have a moment where you're not doing anything. That's great. But if you're leaving from for a town where you've never experienced, I highly recommend going out and trying to do something, maybe just one day of exploring the town, um, seeing what they have to offer. Because you honestly, there's most towns have a pool that you can lay by. You know, why did you go all the way out to Florida or California to lay by a pool that you could probably do at home? In Northern Indiana? (laughs) No, no, you can't do that in Northern Indiana unless it's the middle of summer. But, you know, something you did strike on that I feel very near and dear to my heart. If we say that the present is a gift and that's why we call it a present, then if we were to inverse that and look at like our wedding gifts, or our Christmas gifts, um, they're oh only gosh. a present when you open them because it is present. And so then after that, they immediately become past. So then when you see somebody and they're like, hey, did you get any good presents for Christmas? You're like, no, nah, man, all I got are these pass. <laughs> I hope one, at least one of our listeners is laughing right now. They're going to be laughing when they hear how silent you are to me saying that. Do you think I laugh? Did I laugh more at you when we were engaged? No. <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm so glad because that means that the expectations were set. But I loved that dad joke. It was very good, but it wasn't. Thank you so much for tuning in this week to another episode of Wedded Podcast with Jen and Steve, your number one love buddies. <laughs> oh gosh, you sound like a really bad radio DJ. To. That's the point. Oh my goodness. I love you. I love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.